welcome to the This Way Out podcast, a part of the This Way Out project. My name is Miguel Mata, and I would like to personally thank you for tuning in today to share some of your valuable time. This podcast is all about being a source of positive energy and messages. Here, I try to help those struggling with issues that can weigh heavily on the mind and make the world we live in seem like a dark and impossible place. I do this by sharing advice from personal experience, through stories from ordinary people who have overcome their own challenges, and other uplifting stories to help shed some light on the world we live in. In the end, my mission is to support you and help you feel better about yourself and your surroundings. All I'm asking for is a chance. Let's get started. Good morning. It's Thursday, June 4th, 2020. How is everyone doing? How is everyone doing? Are you doing well? Are you okay? Is everybody okay? I hope this I hope this podcast episode finds you in good health and in good spirits as always. I can understand why I can understand why you might feel uncomfortable, anxious, afraid even. But, um, you know, these, these things, uh, these, these moments, these episodes that come about, episodes as in, as in issues, uh, these, these, these moments that come about and, um, on this particular, um, topic, on this particular issue, it's, uh, it's a conversation that's been long overdue and it's one that's, uh, that, that's, uh, it needs to take place. One that needs to take place. Um, but to, to but in this episode, today's episode, I'm not going to be talking about the um, I'm not going to be talking about politics. You know, I, I made you guys a promise when I started this thing. This would not be a project of 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 politics. It would be a, a it would be a, a a project of talking about issues issues from a human humanistic point of view, the way I like to to define humanistic, but. Uh, it's it's not we're not talking about what everyone else is talking about. It's somewhat related, and it's a way that if you are someone who you might consider yourself an onlooker or a bystander, and you're wondering how do I how do I get involved? How do I give back? Um, that's what I'm gonna be talking about today because I'm talking about community involvement. Community involvement. This project has also been a, one that projects the message of community, unity, coming together, working together, and um, that's what this episode is going to be about. So if you're someone who, in under the current, um, under current circumstances, you're wondering, you're, you feel like you're a bystander, you're wondering, how do I get back? How do I get involved? Well, this, this, these are some ways. These are, these are some ways. Now, a good place to start is right in your own neighborhood. Building up community in your neighborhood is is important. It's important. It's important. Fostering good, fostering good relationships in your own neighborhoods. It's beneficial to you and it's beneficial to your neighbors. It uh, builds camaraderie. It builds, um, um, you know, it builds a communion. Right? It builds a communion. And we should all feel comfortable and safe in our neighborhoods. And one way to foster that that comfort and that security 
is to get to know your neighbors. And some stuff that we can do while we're in our neighborhoods is just be kind. Just be kind. Those random acts of kindness that you can do between neighbors, that's those are those are awesome awesome ways to give back to the community, to your own local community. Help a neighbor. If you know someone elderly who lives in your neighborhood, maybe they have difficulty checking their mail or they have difficulty putting out their garbage or they need help mowing lawns or they could just use somebody to talk to. The elderly love well. Okay, I'm making a presumption. The people that I know who are elderly love to talk and they love to tell stories. Maybe you can find one of those people in your neighborhood and give them an opportunity to tell a story. These people love to relive their memories and you know have those nostalgic moments. And they get those opportunities whenever they share stories, whenever they converse, whenever they talk, whenever they learn about other people's families. Have you ever seen these people light up whenever you talk about kids? They love kids. I know I'm making a presumption. I'm making a bit of a presumption. Not all elderly people are happy, wholesome people. (laughs) Some of them are a little cranky. (laughs) But, you know, maybe you have someone in your neighborhood like that. You can seek them out, you know. Seek them out if you can, you know. And uh, give them an opportunity to, to open up. Okay? Give them an opportunity to open up, get to know them, and then... You know, maybe you can invite them into the community or you could use them to get invited into the community. Does that make sense? Some other stuff that you can do is you can do stuff like, I don't know, organize social gatherings. Organize social gatherings. Have community garage sales or um, block parties. Block parties are fun. Block parties are always fun. Cookouts, neighborhood cookouts. These are, you know, these might be ideas from... A time n- not s- I was gonna say a time long past but you know what it's not that long ago these used to be common occurrences you know in neighborhoods and uh, if it's not common in your neighborhood maybe you can break the mold here and and uh, get people you know talking and socializing again and uh, once again some some ways to do that is organize a garage sale a community garage sale community yard sale you know maybe you can have a cookout um, Maybe you can have um, a block party or something like that. But these are just ways that that uh, neighbors can get familiar with each other. And when people know each other, when people become familiar with each other, when you can foster trust, trust, when trust can be fostered between neighbors, that makes your community where you live just that much more comfortable. Does that make sense? and happier I think so yeah think about when you when you think about giving back to your community um, starting close to home is, is a great idea another thing that you can do is get with your local schools if you don't have any kids that are in schools if you have no hold let me say this if you have kids in school this is easier to pull off than people who don't have kids in school because I would imagine walking up to like the school office is like, hey, do you have any volunteers opportunity? What are the name of your children, sir? Um, I don't have any kids here. And then, you know, <laughs> it's probably going to be a process. You're probably going to have to break down some barriers or something like that. You're going to have to, to, to um, build some trust there. But you know what? Don't let that deter you. Don't let that deter you. 
giving back to to schools, being a mentor, being a coach, being a a, a positive role model for kids. That is that is a beautiful way to give back to your community. That is an excellent way to give back to your community. But here are a few ideas, you know, where schools could use help um, from the volunteer standpoint. Schools always need school supplies. They always need school supplies. Maybe you can go back to that neighborhood that you just fostered a um, new community relations in, and you go back to that neighborhood and you say, hey, our local school needs school supplies. They need backpacks. They need notebook paper. They need pencils. They need uh, pins, paint supplies, tissue paper. They always need tissue paper. Maybe you can have a, a school supplies drive for that school. Gather up some school supplies and donate it to the school. You could be, uh, this is always something that's a great idea, be a tutor, be a reading tutor, be a literacy tutor. You know, kids are, are um, they're always working on their reading skills, improving their reading skills, enhancing their reading skills, cementing their reading skills, uh, improving their reading skills. I'm not sure if I said that. If I did, it's because I like it. I like that word. Uh, but they're always looking for people to help kids learn to read. And you can, there are uh, literacy volunteer opportunities available in most schools around the country. So if you got some time, maybe you can volunteer uh, being a literacy tutor. And I'm going to make my way back around to that point here in just a minute. After I mentioned, after I mentioned being a volunteer coordinator, ask Go to your local school, ask them if they have a volunteer coordinator. And essentially all a volunteer coordinator is, is the school gets in touch with you and says, and they say, hey, we need five to ten people for um, to serve lunch today. And you can, or you, you organize that activity, get the names of volunteers, put them, um, put them in place at the designated time, at the designated place. And off they go. That would be, that's your task. Your task as a volunteer coordinator is to coordinate volunteers. Most schools already have these people in place, but volunteer coordinators could always use help. They could always use help. So consider being a volunteer coordinator. Ask your school, your local school, if they have one. And if they don't, see if you can step in and be that person for them. Be that person who can coordinate volunteers whenever they need volunteers. As I said, I was going to work my way back around to that literacy tutor thing. There is a website called readingpartners.org. And readingpartners.org is a, it's a website where they look for literacy tutors, volunteers. Literacy tutor volunteers. And they're... Um, their locations are limited, but you can you can go to their website, and there you can sign up to be a literacy tutor somewhere around the country. Not exactly sure how the program works, but I looked it up today, and it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. You can spend an hour or so with with kids, and just help them um, help them through their through the process of reading. And as I understand it, you can also donate books to the program, too. But that, uh, that website was readingpartners.org. 
let's see here moving on different opportunities oh we're back to senior citizens senior living communities nursing homes if you um know of a nursing home close by you um once again i go back to many many of the senior citizens that that i've known over the years they like to tell stories they like to share memories they like to relive memories and they do that by telling their stories and you know going to these senior living communities and asking them for volunteers more than likely you'll just be somebody who who talks but mostly listens and it's an it's an outstanding way of spending your time i'm telling you such a rewarding experience to hold us if you're somebody who likes a good story you'll find them in these in these uh, senior living communities trust me um but they're always looking for people and you know they have their little they have their little um um activity events you know and they they need people to help out with that bingo nights maybe a, a social right a sunday social or a, or a saturday social where they have a little music, a little food, right? Maybe some dancing for those who can still do a little dancing. They're always looking for dancing partners, I'm sure of it. But uh, keep our senior citizens in mind when you think about uh, giving back to your communities. And then finally, food banks. Food banks are an excellent way of spending your time. That's an excellent way of giving back your to your to those that are... Are struggling to those that are struggling unfortunately there's a large population in our country who still find it difficult to sustain themselves um, with the proper amounts of food um, to sustain their families and food banks are where um, those families can can go to to get resources rations and such um you food banks are just a google search away and more than likely you have one in your in your city or town um food banks and most of the most of the opportunities that uh, exist in these places are you know that of um uh, stocking shelves uh some of them have um you know soup kitchens so you can cook and you cannot serve food, you know, you can clean kitchens, you know, that sort of stuff. So I really encourage you to look into food banks if you're looking to give back to the community. Um, yeah, there are, there are tons of ways of giving back, tons of ways to give back to your communities, tons of ways. And they're only a Google search away. They're only an internet inquiry away. More than likely, you know, you you've been exposed to a few opportunities in your in your life, um, and you've had to pass them up for one reason or, an, or another. You know, life is busy. We all get it. Life is busy, and it's busy for everybody. But uh, you know, some of us some of us can afford to give back. We have the time. We have the energy. We have the means to give back. So for those of us that have those advantages then we should definitely we should definitely be giving back to those who don't necessarily have those same advantages and those same opportunities so consider giving back to your community foster your local community foster the relationships within your own community that only benefits everyone within your neighborhoods 
Give back to your local schools if you can. Kids are our future. They're not a they're not a, a selling point. They are legitimately the future of the future leaders of our country, and you'd be surprised the kind of impact you can make with uh, by paying a visit or coaching a kid, mentoring a kid, tutoring a kid. You'd be surprised the kind of impact that you can make in a kid's life just by being someone who helps them out, who makes a connection with them and then helps them out. You would be surprised. Or maybe you won't be surprised because there's plenty of stories like that that exist in the world. Our seniors could always use people. They could always use people to care for them. They could always use people to, to listen to what they have to say. Our seniors are a population who can sometimes be neglected but they can also be you know forgotten maybe it's not necessarily a piece of neglect they're just not thought about all that much so if you've got a little time and you can give back to a group of people try giving back to our senior citizens and of course the food banks food banks and the and the homeless um yeah these guys are are Unfortunately, there's a large population of people who require these services, and these services always need volunteers to help. So, if you can afford to give your time, give your time to these people as well. Um, something I used to tell people is there are 52 weeks in a year. That's 52 chances to give back to your communities. If you cut those, if you cut, you know, those 52 weeks in a half, let's say. You've got 50% of your of your um, year accounted for, your weekends count accounted for. Well, that leaves you, what, 25 and some change? 25, 26 and some change? Now you have 26 opportunities. Maybe 75% of your, de- of your weekends are already accounted for. And you're left with only a, you're only left with a quarter of the weekends. 52 of the 52 weekends, let's see, that was 25. So that's going to be like 12, 12 weeks and some change. 12 weekends and some change. You have 12 opportunities to give back. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. That's what I used to say, folks. If you can afford to spare some time, you have the means, you have the advantages, you have the opportunity. Give back some time. A little bit of time can go a long way. You'd be surprised. Especially nowadays. Especially nowadays when people need... Other, the the help of other people okay well that's going to be the episode for today I really really appreciate you tuning in as always and you know there's a lot going on in the world there's a lot going on in our country especially um, if you need to take a break from social media please do so please do so take a step back take a step back and take a break walk away for an hour walk away for for, for uh, a day Walk away for a day. What are you going to miss? If anybody needs to get a hold of you, I'm sure they can text or call you. I'm sure they can text or call you. But if you're being overwhelmed by social media, take a break. Take a break and walk away. You guys are doing awesome, though. I know you are. I know you guys are doing awesome. I appreciate all the hard work that you guys are putting in, wherever that may be. Whatever that you guys are doing, I, I appreciate it. If nobody else tells you, I'm telling you right now that I appreciate it and I'm proud of you, okay? All right, so you guys take care. 
We'll talk to you again on Monday. And God bless. This has been the This Way Out Podcast, a part of the This Way Out Project. The This Way Out Podcast can be found on Google, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and CastBox. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear future episodes, please subscribe. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, recommend future topics, provide feedback, or any other reason, you can comment on this episode or send me an email at thiswo.light at gmail.com. That's T-H-I-S-W-O dot L-I-G-H-T at gmail.com. If you're interested in the other aspects of the This Way Out project, be sure to visit my website at thiswo-light.com.